This podcast is sponsored by Barclay Estates and Management Bristol. Whether you're a landlord or a tenant, Barclay Estates and Management are committed to providing you with the best possible service. We provide a hassle-free service for landlords and access to properties all over Bristol and the surrounding areas. Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast, Robins Reunited, the show where we get two ex-Bristol City players back together to talk through some of the highlights of their time at the football club. My guests today were born two years apart and not very far apart in Huddersfield, but both made a massive impact at Bristol City in the 90s. Dr. Wayne Allison made 225 appearances and 57 goals and Junior Bent 221 appearances and 23 goals. I asked Rob Edwards for a comment about you both and you said that two of you were the most the two of you were the most popular players always happy and in my time at City I don't think any players or staff had a bad word to say about them both tough I saw them regularly get kicked about the pitch but it never let them bother them welcome to the podcast Wayne Allison and Junior Bent hello how are you both I am fine thank you nice to see you I'm fine, thank you as well. I'm not sure about me being tough by Rob Edwards. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> yeah, he said, sure he, I think to be fair, Junior, you did you did get kicked up in the air quite a few times uh, in my recollection and uh, yeah, got up and got on with it. So fair play to you. Um, we're going to come to you first, Wayne. So Wayne, born in Huddersfield, 1968, 225 appearances, 57 goals, joined in July 1990 in a move that saw winger Mark Gavin going to Watford and you come into City, 150k plus Mark Gavin. And that was, uh, I think, Joe Jordan that signed you. What do you remember about the move? I'm still trying to fathom out who had the, who got the best deal there. Oh, definitely Bristol City. <laughs> Bristol, <laughs> Watford. It's hard to tell. But um, it was quite weird because I didn't have the best of times at Watford. I made seven appearances um, in the season. So uh, moving to try and start your career again, I think that was uh, an opportunity uh, too good to miss, I think. Yeah, so back in 1990, obviously signed by Joe Jordan. What, what do you remember about that initial sort of signing period and getting used to Joe Jordan? Is that, a po- is that possible? Does anybody get used to Joe? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it, it, it's, I always like Joe. I, I like Joe and um, I would say it's hard, hard but fair, I think uh, will be the, uh, the testament there. And um, it was... It was interesting. I think I got, I got the idea when I was signed and um, the first thing he talked about was the pre-season dates and coming back and um, I asked him what it was like and he just said it was going to be hard. <laughs> and that was the end of that conversation. So, uh, you know, we, we, I thought, okay, we'll, we'll move on then. You know, yeah. so. Brilliant. Love it. Um, and Junior, born two years later, 1970, 221 appearances. So four less than Wayne, unfortunately. Um, but still 23 goals <laughs> joined uh, in hey, 19- oh, oh, look. If, you, if you bought your assist as it was nowadays it'd be loads of assisters wouldn't it you'd be there yeah we'll come on to your assist um, so you you joined in 1990 as well for 30k from Huddersfield again Joe Jordan so how did that move come about for you I was uh, I was at Burnley actually uh, on loan so I got loaned to Burnley um, uh, from Huddersfield and the guy called Brendan O'Connell went from 
from Burnley to Huddersfield on loan. We did a swap, and then we we're supposed to do the deal. So Brendan O'Connor was supposed to come to Huddersfield, and I was supposed to go to Burnley. But um, he, he didn't fancy coming to Huddersfield. He actually ended, ended up going to Barnes. So I ended up coming back to Huddersfield, played a couple of games, and I got a call from a guy called, I think we ain't all knowing, Tony Thorfrock. Yeah. Gave me a call saying that shit, um, Joe Jordan wants you. It was the day before transfer deadline day. I think it was a Wednesday. Transfer deadline day was a Thursday. Didn't know where Bristol was, but the time they were doing well in the league. Um, made my way down. Uh, got there on Wednesday night. Met Tony Forfrock. Um, met Joe Jordan in the morning, on a Thursday morning. Says, this is the deal. I said, can I have any more? He went, no. This is the deal. <laughs> <laughs> and... There's a there's a two o'clock there's a two o'clock train back up to this field before they go back. That's up to yourself. <laughs> um, uh, spoke to Tony. He said, "Listen, this is a good move for yourself." And you, to be fair to him, the best thing I did is quite actually ended up signing, and um, he took it from there really. But yeah, that's the way it was. Straightforward. Told it as it was. Whatever he said, that was it. There's yes. no negotiation. But it was good to his words. Yeah, and 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 Judah, there were no grey areas either, were they? Nope. Grey areas. It was either that or that, and and that was it. So you, you did know. So you both moved down from the north, um, and well, obviously Wayne, you were in Watford, but uh, coming from Huddersfield to Bristol, two very different cities. What what did you like, Wayne, about Bristol so much? Oh, what a what a beautiful place, and it's still one of my favourite places to go. It's a beautiful city. Um, what, just trying to clarify something though. When you say moving from 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 Huddersfield to Bristol, it doesn't compare. Huddersfield's a small town, a big <laughs> city with a lovely bridge. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of differences. I just want to make no. that point. You Do clearly you love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, I've I've never been to Huddersfield personally. Well, you, 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 well, the thing is, you might have done on your way to somewhere else, whether it's Manchester or. To- <laughs> you go, you go, you go past. But listen, it's um, Bristol. I, I, I love Bristol. Um, it's a, a good, like I said, beautiful city, and I had a great time there. Loads of friends. Uh, five years. You know, really enjoyed it. Yeah, fantastic. And same for you, Junior. You're obviously you're in Bristol slightly longer. Yeah, so I actually, I actually think as long as my second home, if it, if it wasn't for my parents, uh, both my and my wife's parents being in Huddersfield, um, we wouldn't have moved back. We'd have stayed down at the Bristol because when you go down there, I didn't know anything about Bristol when I'm, when I'm from Huddersfield, but what a city. It is like a hidden gem, to be fair. Not as mad as London, you know what I mean? Not as big as that, but it's enough places with the Clifton Suspension Bridge going down to all Western Superman. My two kids were born from Bristol, so they're really Bristolians, but... If it wasn't that, it was that far away from Huddersfield, we wouldn't move back because we love the place. It's a really nice place. People very, once they got to know you as well, the people were very accommodating, but they had to get to know you first. That's <laughs> brilliant. Oh, I love that. Um, but, you know, and so many players that I've spoken to, for example, you know, Gary Hours uh, from from up in the Northeast, he stayed in Bristol. He, he is not one of a number of players that have come down. Jeff Twentyman, who, who's obviously Rovers, but work yeah. and do a lot of um, stuff with him on Sound of the City for Radio Bristol. Liverpool stayed in Bristol. It's, um, it, it's, it is adopted as a second home junior, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is. You can see there's not many players that come down here, stay for a bit of time, and the majority of them do stop down there. I've got some roots down there because just a place that you just love. You cannot love it. And to be fair, coming from Huddersfield, the weather was better. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Right. Wayne um, and Junior, to some extent, we're going to talk about some of the strike partners you had during your stay. 
1991, sorry, 1990-91 season, you had Bob Taylor and Nicky Morgan as your sort of main strike partners. Obviously, Bob Taylor had a, had a particularly great season um, before he left Bristol City. And Nicky Morgan, you know, he was he was in the team for a good sort of four years. So tell us a little bit about those two before we move on to the season after. Well, what, what can we say about Bob, Bob, Super Bob that hasn't already been said? Anything Bob hit went in, and and great eye for goal. And it, Bob, Bob was brilliant, honestly. And um, he he worked incredibly hard. He knew what it was, what it meant to be at uh, Bristol City. He, he loved the city as well, and he looked loved playing for him. So um, yeah, phenomenal goal scorer. Oh, really, really top top draw. Um, both both sides, left and right. So um, yeah, admiration for Bob, and huge admiration and respect for Nicky Morgan. He, I, I don't think he got the credit he deserved for how good he actually was. Um, his touch, his hold-up play, um, his vision, how, and he, he taught people through the game. And I, I learned a hell of a lot from both of them, but particularly Nicky Monk, how to play with the back to goal. And, and, what he, and, he, and he achieved doing a lot of goals. He, he, he had a lot of quality, a lot of quality, and, and a nice person. As well. Yeah, yeah. So you were 22 when you signed for City, and uh, Nicky Morgan was probably 30. 30. 30 yeah, yeah. So I, I guess yeah, you must have learned a lot from him. Yeah, yeah. Especially, especially, I, I didn't didn't realize how how much I learned until le- later in, in my career because um, I was I was a second striker then. So Nicky held it up, and I and I ran off. So. Um, Playing with your back to goal is something completely different than running on to things. And um, I just thought he was a master at that, really. Uh, Junior, I'll come to you now. 91-92, Jackie Jakanowski and Andy Cole. Um, You know, you ask Bristol City players who your favourite players are, and they say Junior Benton and Wayne Allison. But if they don't say (laughs) Junior (laughs) Benton... And Wayne Allison, they say Jackanowski and Andy Cole. What is it like to play alongside the, alongside those two? I just said a couple of things. So Wayne said for Bob Taylor, when I first went there, I touched on him. I never saw somebody finish as good as him. He was frightening. Header, left foot, right foot, everything was absolutely frightening. He was like the I couldn't believe it. Everything was flying in from what I ran on, you know what I mean? And then like I said, Nicky Moore, um, it was just like the number 10 now. He used to drop in all the time, didn't he? And create space. Very clever. Very clever how he did it. And like I said, now he was the one that created that number 10 role that it is now. But created, but played in that role as well. So they were two such like But they look at Colin. Um, Darius was just completely two different strikers. Completely off the cuff. Some of the things that Darius, I've never seen in my life do. Flicking, flicking the ball over people's heads on the on touchline was frightening. And... Within him, in the game, you knew you always had a chance. Whether you're 1-0 down or 2-0 down, you had a chance of getting back in the game because you could produce something out of nothing. And I've never seen a player like that. The ability he had was frightening, to be honest. And we only saw half of that in the game because some of the stuff that he did in training was ridiculous, wasn't it? Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. And, and then for Corey, he was just a goal scorer. Just did not matter at all. We could win five nil, and if he hadn't scored, he was not happy. End of. He wasn't. He wasn't happy. He was. But he just showed. He just when he was there, he knew he was driven. He was always going to go to the top because whether he did training, whether on the coach, his levels that we thought of, his levels were always one or two higher. 
he wanted, why can't we do that? Why can't we do that in training? Why can't we get that? Why can't we travel there? You know what I mean? But never did much outside the box until I saw him go to Man United. He had to do a goal. But down at Bristol City, anything in the box he finished. And yeah. it'd do nothing for eight to nine minutes, innit? And it'd be bang, bang, goal. And he thought, how has he created that? But yeah, he, he was just deadly. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne um, your thoughts on Andy Cole? Obviously, you played alongside him a number of times. Were you at all surprised when he got to the heights he did? Not at all. It's just like what Junior said. It was out, outstanding. And um, it, it, I, I think it, I can't remember. I think it was Luton at home. I think we might be 2 0 down or something. And he just, in a space of 10, 15 minutes, scored a hat trick. And, and it was one of those. What happened there? But we'll take it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, spe- both very, very special strikers. And um, it, it, like that, Jay says, in, in their minds, they, they were slumming it with us, put it that way. You know, yeah. they, they, they were already, they, they're on a different, different level of understanding of the game and, and what their abilities can allow them to do. We, we were striving to be close to that. Yeah. Um, is there any stories you can tell us about Jakanowski off the pitch or are they all... Um... Yeah, there's loads of stories I could tell you about Jackie, but I'm not going to... <laughs> oh, what a question that is! Yeah. Hey, listen, yeah. I've, I've learned over the this, years, this... if you don't ask, you don't get. You are dead right. Thank you. There's one that's a funny one. I think there was a funny one in the room. I can't remember what it was. I think we was having a bad time, weren't having a good run. And I think it was being sort of like being looked at like well he's not doing such like that and he came in I can't remember what it was the manager was having a go at him going and he just says you always make me a goat skip and he just looked at him skip goat in his jacket he just said it and then he stopped still for a minute thinking I'm sure that's not the right word <laughs> yeah yeah there's some well, yeah, it was, it yeah, was you had to cut his tongue slack though didn't you come on you had to cut his <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of those, one of those players that can pretty much get away with anything. I'm sure. Um, yeah. Moving into the next season, Nicky Morgan still uh, a, a, a big part of uh, Bristol City, but um, Leroy Rossinha comes into the mix here. Um, and Wayne, obviously, Leroy and Liam have, have both you know gone on, um, but Leroy came from good stock, I think, at West Ham. You know, um, th- th- there's. What another player that uh, I don't think um, that the fans really, really appreciated as much as um, the lads in the dressing room, and particularly myself. Um, at, at the time, most of my goals were all scored with my feet. Uh, Leroy came, and um, he and it would it would take me aside at, at times and um, show, show me how how he had it because Leroy had a, an amazing spring and a great hang and his, his heading ability was unbelievable so it's, it's one of those well how do you do that can, can, can I do that Is it, and, and honestly it, it, it went through it uh, about, about heading and it's and it's, it's one of those where you go to coach education courses and things like that which they, they don't teach you the, the rudiments of, of heading and it's it's nothing to actually do with heading, it's all about your footwork and your positioning. So that that that's what he told me about going um, far post in particular. So so from then on, there was a reverse of in my career. Then it was more pedagogues rather than on, on the feet. My pace had gone anyway by then, so I had to rely on something else. 
<laughs> That's what I just said before Junior steps in. <laughs> it's really interesting that you said just to pick up on that. Obviously, so you're 25 now, um, and you're continually learning. You you you've added head into your game based on your understanding and learning off of another player. Yeah, um, I I went to I left Bristol and went to Swindon, <clears throat> and uh, I quickly realised that I, I didn't really know the game. I didn't really fully appreciate it because then. I was a target man type thing. I'm back, playing back back to play, back to the goal, should I say. And I'm thinking, I've never done this before. What, what's going to... And then it was a case of, I have to adopt a style of going to the far post for the header. So those things of learning from Nicky Morgan, those things of learning from um, Leroy came to fruition in terms of, I can, I can now go on to these experiences and learn how to be a target man other than the so that, that was a, that was a fundamental shift. I think um, when Leroy came, obviously he had a couple of injuries with his knee, didn't he, Leroy? Didn't he when he came yeah. to ourselves? And I think you're right, he was probably underrated because probably the first time I seen a player come and sort of like come as a player coach. Yeah. He sort of like sacrificed some of his, his game time for actually working with people. You know what I mean? So he really sacrificed his own self and he taught a lot of people about stuff on the pitch and off the pitch as well, how to conduct yourself. So he's really, really a great student, really. He taught a lot of people. So you're right, he probably didn't play the games and probably got some of the accolades he should have done because he weren't able to play the minutes for his uh, for his knees, but he actually did a lot of work behind the scenes with the players at the time. He did yeah. a lot of yeah, work. And, and you see him on Sky and, and how much he talks sense and he's really eloquent and he, and he knows the game inside out. He, he, he's, a, he's a top love. Yeah. He's not not surprised that he's um is is like he's still a derby lad in it knows very yes. very very knows the game inside out so that doesn't surprise me as well to be honest. No, yeah. Just going to rattle a few more names off for you um, going into the next season: Liam Robinson, Ian Baird, Ian Brown, Scott Partridge. Um, and Wayne, you're actually player of the season in the 93-94 alongside those those guys. So okay. uh, pick, <laughs> pick out. You, I, I'm, you, yeah, I'll give you the award now if you like. There you go. Um, <laughs> your, any thoughts on any thoughts on some of those names? Yeah, um, Ian Baird, uh, another another target man. I, 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 he, <laughs> he, he very very tough, Baird, and. Um, he um, he could he could mix it. He wasn't very big, so he could mix it with a, a very good touch, uh, very aggressive, um, but a, a, a good footballer, a really good footballer. And it, it um, both again, I played, played with him as, as a second. He was a target and second striker. So uh, very very good. Remember Ian Brown, um, Robbo, very very. Good. He worked really. I've never seen a person work so hard. Covers so much ground in all my day. I think in some games he used to just run past me several times, going upwards and backwards. So um, he outstanding. Uh, yeah, it's um, who it's Scott Partridge. Yeah, he came in and, and, and did a good job, Scott. That's Scott and Ian Ian Brown. Ian, Ian Brown was uh, laid back, uh, liked Ian, and because uh, where did we get Ian from? Did he- Chelmsford. Chelsea. 
a really good job as well. You know, I mean, like I said, Ian Bird, he was like, you, you have to be on you, you had to be on his side in five side. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're on his side, you're not on his side in Friday, on a Friday, you might be injured for Saturday. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously we've gone through some of the strikers there. I just want to throw some other names at you. Um, in the defence, you had Martin Scott, Mark Hazelwood, Matt Bryan, Andy Llewellyn, to name a few there. Midfield, because I've, I've been going through the highlights from, from both of your time, uh, which are, are on YouTube, and just the talent there that it took me flying back, and I'm sure those names, me saying them, takes you flying back as well. In midfield, Gary Shelton, Dave Smith, Mark Gavin, Rob Edwards, Dave Rennie, Dave Martin, Andy May, also from Huddersfield. Um, yeah. I forgot how much of an impact he had. He, he every, every other goal was an assist from Andy May and, of course, Brian Tinian. But just touch on Andy May because uh, it's, a, it's a name that um, I've not forgotten, but just just a player that had such an impact, Junior. Where did he come from now? Where, is it, where did he come from, man? Was it, was it from Huddersfield we got him from? Well, he, he's from Huddersfield. Man City? I think. Yeah, Huddersfield. He's Man City, I think he came from, isn't it? I can't very, 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 very clever player. That type of player now that plays in the pockets, doesn't it? Always on the half turn, isn't it? And always assists. So in that time of day, he sort of like got, got unnoticed for the work that he did and that actually assist all little balls that he played into, really. But he had a really good effect in the final third. And that was his game all around that middle third. And he had loads of assists. But like I said, in that time, a player that we didn't see. So it wasn't on that. Because in that time, midfielders had to get up and down with me. But that wasn't him. He wouldn't do that job. But what he did do in that final third or in that defend, uh, attacking art, he would make things happen. But he did he, he did a lot he, he, in that midfield. He did create a lot of chances for people. Junior, what, what was it like when you didn't give him the ball? Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 you made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> the barrage, lambasted. I, yeah. I, I gather. Yeah, um, we, had, we had some moments, didn't we? Didn't we? we had some moments, though, didn't we? Jeez, we had some moments that if we didn't get the ball at the right time, my word, <laughs> frightening. I, to be fair, I used to stay out of the way because that left hand side of Scotty and Tim just moaned. <laughs> yeah. I blanked that off that left hand side. It was a waste of time. <laughs> so just for just for clarity, he started at Man City, went to Huddersfield, and then he came to yeah. City via Bolton on loan. So uh, oh, okay. only, only 90, uh, 90 appearances and four goals, but it doesn't say the assists, as Junior rightly pointed out. Um, I bet there was a fair few assists in there. Yeah, he was. He's was a very clever player. Very clever player. And like I said, he, some of them players that you look now, you think, geez, playing now, they'll be probably appreciated more because... They didn't go run up and down because at a time it was like you had to go box to box if you couldn't do that because you only sometimes played two in the midfield. You were seen as one that you weren't fit enough. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pictures gone. So, yeah, but so sometimes guys, it does happen. I want you to cast your mind back 28 years now. Um, good luck. But um, we're going to look at three little short videos here. There's three games all against the same opposition. So uh, I'm going to play it and you just feel free to throw in your comments Absolutely. about That's what, now, exactly. what, what you're seeing. You have to see better now. Oh, here you go. 28 years ago. This is game one. Martin Scott, Wayne Allison, Bosch, header. Yes. Yes. Was that the floodlight one? Yep, floodlight failure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's when you go from the coach. 
Well, you see, get across the face of the first man. What a great great cross for a start. Yes. Um, uh, This is Liverpool at home. It lasted 66 minutes due to floodlight failure, but a great goal nonetheless from you, Wayne. But what do you remember about that game? And were you disappointed that your goal was effectively chalked off? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because the thing thing was, I didn't make many runs to the near post, because if you do, you always get hurt. So it, it was one of those where I almost was outside but like you say, it was a great cross. It really was. We battered them, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did. Absolutely nailed through Scrabble out there. Look at this. There we go. Real, Neil Roddick was nowhere near you. Wow. Right. We're, we're into game two now. Uh, this is the replay. I think it was just like the next, the following week. Um, but what amazed me about this is it's Alisson and Rush again. <laughs> It's Bent. Clinical from three yards. <laughs> proper, proper goal, that one. Proper Sunday league goal. <laughs> but what you know is that, um, what, what, what was the time for the goal? Uh, I'm not sure. Sh- I'm not sure. Because look how many people are bombing forward to get into the box. Must have been near the end. Yeah. So I, no, because we had about five people in the box. Yeah. What a kit, by the way. I love that kit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dry Blackthorn cider. Um, I noticed Dave Martin in there as well. We didn't speak about Dave yes. Martin. He was uh, he was quite a um, a tough battling character. player. Good character. Yeah. Character. He, he knew exactly what he could do and what he couldn't do, and he played on all his strengths. That's what he did, and you know what I mean. Because he wasn't someone that could get up and down, but what he could do, he could read the game, could put his foot in, and he could communicate. He was talking to us all the time, so he knew his strengths and he worked on them all the time. Yeah. He was quite a pivotal person that game, and I remember that game. We actually batted him again, didn't we? I remember. I yes, we, we did. Him. Yeah, we batted him. And the pitch didn't lend itself to their style of play. I think. Well, it's certainly not like the pitch these days, is it? No. <laughs> yeah. Let's go on. We've got uh, the next game coming up now at Anfield, which was 28 years ago yesterday. It was. Mark Shell. Here we go. Here we go. Now a key contribution here from Wayne Allison. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a bad touch that was. You know, I tried to work an angle to shoot. right. <laughs> That kit's come back in, isn't it? That lime green. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's up there. It's a great finish by Brian, though. Yeah. Great finish. It's the one-two he plays with you. I really like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could, I could shoot here. Oh no, no, I can't. Is it, oh, no. is it an assist from Steve Nichol or or Wayne Allison? <laughs> I, I, I'm not quite sure. I'm gonna leave it open. Oh my <laughs> good God! What was he wearing? You've got a hen hat on there, um, or a tea cozy. <laughs> But we, we've spoken at length about this city over fans over the years. But uh, can you try and put into words what that meant that night? Oh, it's frightening. It was a night because, like I said, we had the floodlight failure. Then we drew them one or I think it was when we should have beat them. And like when I speak to people now that my work, and I t- when I tell them the side that played, I think they had Nickel, they had Ruddock, they had Julian Dix, John um, Barnes. Steve McManaman, they had uh, Redknapp, Barnes. It was a frightening sight, to be fair, when you think about them players now. 
Um, and I remember, I think we, they had the best part of the first half and then we scored that goal. For some reason, I thought we were going to win, but when we, when we went in and won 1 0, it was, I must admit, it was one of their memorable moments, really, because we just thought that we, 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 we were due that win against them because we actually should have done it home, to be honest. So we deserved it, to be fair. And to be fair to the Anfield fans as well, they clapped us off as well because they knew it was a really, really well earned win, to be fair. So it was a really good night for us all. Well, and I think that was the end of Graham Souness as well, wasn't it, Wayne? Yes, it was, yeah. That was, that was his last game. And, and, and like, like Junior says, uh, we had some chances in that game as well. So, uh, yeah. you know, it wasn't, it wasn't just we just won chance and um, we won it. We were, we were good value. Yeah. In that second game, Junior, I've got a note here to ask you about your confrontations with Julian Dix, Bristol boy. Um, I think a number of times I remember him seeing trying to kick you up in the air and you just running, probably running away from him, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair, it's the first time I've come against him, which it, one at one, it, it probably fitted my game because he wanted to go tight and I would just spin in behind him all the time. At that time, I think, to be fair to him, it was a little bit, he felt like a little bit unfit. So it's one of my good games. The only thing that I always get killed in the pub for is how many chances I should have scored. I should have finished that game myself. <laughs> it's <been> over. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to go to Anfield. So that's what I mean. Yeah. Oh God. No. Absolutely. What? What? A couple of weeks that must have been. And then the the fourth round, we'll see some of the goals in a minute. But Wayne ha- Wayne Allison hat trick at Stockport, which I watched um, on a beanback uh, at Ashton Gate in the in the oh. East End. They put a little like a big projector screen up. So that was uh, something I'll never forget. But um, wow. Yeah. Then we got knocked out to Charlton in the in in the fifth round. But um, it is. Wayne, we're going to come on to um, some of your goals now. Um, so your first goal we've got on here, which came in a Rob Newman testimonial. Um, so if you can have a look through these, chuck in some comments, and if maybe you can pick out a favourite one, it might well be in here. Here we go. Was that Villa? Was that Villa? Aston Villa? Yes. Oh, no. Here we go. Wayne Allison was to round things off for City at 2-0, and that's a symbolic goal. Allison, the £100,000 signing from Watford, has yet to play a single league game for City, but he's marked no, 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 on Rob Newman, who costs nothing. Great assist there. I love this guy, watch this. He got himself free, and he gets his reward. <laughs> 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 Just the longest on time, it doesn't matter. Go on, go on, your thought, you are, they all count, but what a goal. They're all, they're all count, and... This is, this is the one we didn't mention was Gary Shelton because yeah, what a quality player and, and you know in, in midfield and he did do box work but he had a lot of craft in in in, in his play and um, yeah but that you see it was all about the setup and the accuracy it doesn't have to go in so if I hit it cleanly <laughs> saved it but, well in snooker they apply topspin I think that's what you went for there. <laughs> <laughs> well, seen about five players for the, <laughs> for the uh for the people listening on audio only on this podcast i'll put this video up for you guys to see but um yeah that was a that was a great goal here we go here's some more is well so that was against, again, that was yeah. against that was against bristol rovers um and yeah just a word on the rivalry, the Derby rivalry versus Bristol Rovers. Whilst we're on there, I was I was asked the question on on a, another podcast the other day. Um, wh- who the question was, who do you dislike more, Bristol Rovers or Cardiff? I didn't like the question, but they basically were saying who's the bigger rivalry with, and 
quick as a flash, I said Bristol Rovers because I've got friends and family uh, that are Rovers fans. And, you know, we've got that tie. We're both from Bristol. Cardiff, I just get excited. Against Rovers, I, as a fan, I would get nervous. But give sum up for me how, what it was like, first of all, Wayne, um, to play in a Bristol derby. Um, intense. There, there, was, there was a lot of hype around it. Um, it was tough because of the expectation. Um, the games itself, some of them were, used to be drab affairs, but um, it, it was it was always built. There's quite a lot that's been said, but what we always used to watch was uh, Dave Smith and Alexander. Was it Dave Smith on the, on the left? And was it Alexander? Yeah. And that always used to be a clash, and, and, and that was worth watching itself, which from the halfway line. But it's... Um, it was, yeah, really intense, but uh, we, all, we all just got on anyway. So it wasn't, it wasn't if the, there was rivalry uh, on the pitch. Players, yeah. 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 Junior, for you? I think, oh, my first one, I think I came down from Wuthersfield uh, when I was 19. I played in the first derby at Twerton Park. I think it was an, an, a, a Tuesday night or Wednesday night game, it was. And I reminded getting there with the coach, and about two miles from the ground, they started. Banging on the bus, throwing bricks. I'm just on this field, me. We don't have any of this, but obviously I've gone on there and I'm 19. I'm going to Twerton Park. It's absolutely packed and the, the fans look like they're pretty much on the pitch. And I admit, that was a baptism of fire because it felt like every touch they were on you. If you had a bad touch, it was boom, all the chants. And I must admit, that was about, and I was like, I'm, that, that day I thought, what's going on here? I've never seen that atmosphere in my life at all. Never, never. Right. And then I, I think you're the one I remember is that um, was was really good nights, I think, at Bristol City. You're talking 22, 23,000 there, packed out. And I think when you walk out, like the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Cause it, just electric it was, wasn't it, them games? And you're yeah. right there. Yeah, I remember many quality games, and to be fair, because they were very scrappy. But the actual build-up to it and the games itself were, were really, really good games, to be fair. And I yeah. think you, you'll never get, I think the best derbies are when you have two teams in one city. They're the best derbies because you've got like rivalries, uh, families that are both red or blue, aren't they? But massive rivalry, but some good games. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I think we might see a goal at some point in a minute where uh, it's a it's another key contribution for Wayne Allison to set up that Louis Donoer goal. Do you remember yeah. that one? Yeah. Remember Louis? Yeah, Louis. Louis. Sort yeah. of threw himself at the ball and headed it over the line. <laughs> but we'll come on to that, I think, in a minute. Beat there. Ben pulls oh, the ball back. this one again. You have the ball. He's well played. <laughs> 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 Rennie's header again. Morgan the provider and the deadly finish deadly. from City's leading scorer Allison. Is that, is that Paul Vale? No. Yeah, I think your 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 celebration of two hands in the air is quite iconic as well. Well, very it's inventive movement. I couldn't do backflips and all those. <laughs> I'd have fallen over. So just just put them up and that'll be it. And off oh. it goes. Always stay, try to stay on the pitch. Don't go off to the side because the big lad makes Watch this one. You're, you're basically on your knees there. So I don't know who this is against, but, but you, you run. Want to go back to that? Yeah, it's coming. Here we go. Look, watch this. Allison, is, is that Plymouth? The big lad Look, makes it his space for to hit home. What a finish. If that, if that was Plymouth, the night game. Um... <laughs> I, I, I remember me and Nicky Morgan, we were late. We got fine. Oh, by so, Joe Jordan? 
who I can't remember. I think, I think it might have been because we were trying, we, we was over in Clifton, and um, we tried to we, we came down and we tried to go on the, the I can't remember what the roads called now. And um, Ben means to ain't it? Pardon? Down Bedminster Way, we I got caught. Yeah, the time yeah and, and there was, there was loads there. of traffic. It was it was unbelievable that night, and um, yeah, we, we was late, and uh, yeah, we, we we got fine, but we played. And uh, what yeah. a goal though! That the balance there to, to actually be on your knee and then get back up and finish that lob the keeper was uh, yeah one. It must be one of your favourite goals. I think I just hit it. Oh, it's like, yeah, he didn't lob it. He took a deflection. <laughs> 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 Here we go. <laughs> Make the goalkeeper save and then keep the ball low. It will often find a way into goal. Two bites at the cherry there. <laughs> right. Well, David, Andy well, May there. This is in the fog, the I think. Somewhere, I can't remember where this game was, but uh, Andy May's even picked you out in the fog. <laughs> well, David, is that Oxford? Andy May there. That's yeah. Probing with yeah. a pass. Yeah. Unsettled Andy Melville and let in Wayne Allison for his eighth goal of the season. Andy May again. Treat, uh, accurate passing, good movement off the ball, intelligent anticipation, great all adding up it. to Wayne Allison. Not a bad ball, that night. That was a great ball. That was a first-minute lead. Leave the Sunderland defence, allowing Wayne Allison to run onto it, shrugging off his marker and rounding the keeper for a well-taken goal. City made it three before half-time. Andy Cole, sort of Andy Cole to Jakanowski to Wayne Allison. Jakanowski latching onto it, drawing keeper Norman to the right, sending the ball What about the front three the there? <laughs> Allison, Jakanowski, and Andy Cole. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've got the order all wrong. Oh, sorry. Jakanowski, Allison at the end. Never in that mix. Those are the headliners. Oh, love it. <laughs> His second goal. But what a day for the player that Outside the box. because they thought My he God. couldn't handle the pressure of his £250,000 fee to them from Halifax. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And he may. You see, but when you, you know, right, that, that was, I'm, I'm sure that was the first game that I played against Watford when I had signed for Bristol. And, um, I was speaking to some of the players beforehand and <clears throat> what, what they were saying was who was targeted and, and not to let me score under any circumstances. Do not let him score. And that, so that was a slightly different um, celebration because it meant something different. If you yeah, what I, mean. I bet. I bet. Yeah, they said, they said that. And I think Roger Mullane said that in the commentary um, yeah. about, you know, Watford letting you go and then you score him. West Ham and Ing there, and Allison's away. The combination of Allison's speed and the thrust that Morgan put that. <laughs> Look at the pitch. Look at that goal mouth. And so there's no need Bristol to City three, Middlesbrough nil, and the 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 goal mouth is just complete Horrible, mud. Yeah, complete mud. Yeah, nice flick on from Nicky Morgan. Yeah, it's good. Bob Taylor, that Wayne Allison with the header. Terrible camera work. That's a good header, to be fair. Oh, cheers, mate. <laughs> Andy Colt. Against Newcastle, of no less. Scott on the overlap. Good cross. Great chance. Oh, Wayne Allison. Didn't, didn't, didn't really have a score that, that many in the head. Wayne Allison 
That's a moved on to early second half, and Jackie Jakanowski's corner kick gives Wayne Olle. Allison the chance to strike there. Luton. A vital Luton. goal from a man standing Terry Harrison, there, isn't it? Terry Harrison, yeah. yeah. A neat one Terry to Jackie Jakanowski. Yes. And oh, Connor yeah. with time and space to cross into the middle for Allison to side for him. From there on, it was to be all City. Scoring with his first touch after coming on as a substitute, the result Andy was May. accuracy. And Andy May's centre found Wayne Allison refusing Boom. to be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Deadly from a yard. <laughs> the crowd able to contemplate a goal. Where did you get all these from, Pat? Brian Tinian crosses it in. Perfect. Now, now that, and if, 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 you, if you just watch it, now, that's the influence of Leroy. Now, if you, now what, what I was saying before was, because um, that's as, as Tins cocked his leg to, to kick it, the, the movement, so the legs were going across, the movement going across. So it's the steps from there to go across to come, to come forward again with a header. And to head it into the far post. Yeah. Yeah, did that make sense? It's yeah. just moving yeah. away to come on to it. Tins must have set up a few goals for you as well. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he used to put me in some great areas, and and he was another one. If you if you if he puts a great ball in and you're not there, he he would say, "Excuse me." <laughs> there. <laughs> you know, or worse to that effect. You know. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. You think you were supposed to be there? Tremendous afternoon, so often in the thick of it. Here setting up Shelton, who puts Wayne Allison clear. 2-0 to City. I actually hit that with my left foot first before giving the right. And Tins again. Left and crossed for Wayne Allison to score with a low header. Oh, he's out, isn't it? <laughs> Ten minutes later, the best of all. Allison charges through to make it 3-0. That's not cool. That's not cool. It was now all over. Patrick. Patrick. There was more of that when Tinian played Allison through to score City's fourth and complete a memorable How many memorable hat tricks did you get, Wayne? Um, three, three, four. For, for City or? For City, I, I think most of them were for City. I think two, I think uh, Stockport, Port Vale springs to mind. Port Vale, something like that. I think yeah. City. I've got, I've got it. I've got the stats there somewhere. I should have, uh, should have put that one out. But um, yeah, that was one that I definitely found. And these are, I'd say, when these are all on YouTube, like reviews of the season. You can watch the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it's yeah. the East End has been demolished to make yeah. way for the Atio, I should say. Um, just a word on the stadium. Obviously, the the pitch now and the stadium now. I don't know if you, when when was the last time you guys were at Ashton Gateway? Uh, couple of years ago for me. Okay, and Junior. Mine was. Came down for sure. Uh, when who did we play? Man City came down a long time ago. Sean Goldberg played for Man City. Oh, what is it? Was That's it like uh, someone's testimonial or something? Yeah, not a testimonial. It was a, one of the players that played for both Bristol City and Man City. Can't remember his name now. I think he either was Dilloyd. Yeah, came that about eight years ago. It was. But uh, but just a slight sidetrack. But um, obviously. The former Players Association is gaining, gaining real momentum now, and you know it'd be great to see you both down there as part of that. If you if you're able to make it at some point, um, we'll pass on the details uh, for Neil Palmer, who's running that former Players Association. But it'd be great to get you guys back down there. Um, yeah, Rob, definitely. Yeah. So Wayne, obviously, we've seen a few of your goals there. Pick pick out uh, one that was maybe the most memorable for you. Uh, 
if it's not if it wasn't there or if it's one that's yeah. I, I, I think the, the two the um, the header against Palace and that last one against Bolton. Yeah, I, I like those because it looked like I actually meant it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. Right, Junior, it's your turn now. Um, so your first full game um, after a 30k move from Huddersfield was at Swindon and you got a goal latching onto a Bob Taylor through ball um, taking your chance as Louis Donner was out injured um, and you were preferred to Dave Smith so we're going to see that one first of all I think here we go yeah this one gets shown all the time I must admit I've seen this within their own penalty area there's Bob Taylor's there's his what a ball that is Junior yeah, wow. In the side has cover for the injured Louis Donner I don't know how Bob got the ball. I think they had a corner and it broke to Bob. And I was going to make a run from the right hand side. I saw Bob pull his leg back. We played the ball, but the number three just missed it. Look at, look at you! It came through and it came through to me. And then, as you said, I didn't want to go to the ball. It's like a 400 metre run when you're running towards goal. No one was going to catch you anyway, were they? And no. put it in the no, bottom right hand corner. Well, just near his foot anyway, but it went in. Wayne, was Junior the fastest player in the team? I'll ask Junior. Junior, were you the fastest player? <laughs> <laughs> well, Self-proclaimed. No, I, th- I think he was. Because did Junior, did you do those um, those sprint challenges at Wembley and all that? When- I did, but there was over 100 metres. I was winning by 50. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody clawed me back and I said, you know what? You don't run 100 metres on the pitch. You can be fast over 30 metres. That's it. No <laughs> faster than that. <laughs> no, but the, the, the thing is, Louis always used to think fancy himself was just as fast, wasn't he? Yeah, there's there's, there's me, Louis Donner, that came. Ian Brown was quite quick as well. Yeah. Uh, Coley was quick, but he was like ridiculously quick over five, ten yards. That was that yeah. the, the main ones, really. That was up there. Speed. To be fair, Smudge on the left, left-hand left side, he was rapid. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. Rapid. Uh, quality. Let's see yeah. some more junior event. And I was just ahead of the goalkeepers. Stay involved with the that's brave. Junior Bent. Can't remember that one at all. Win in seven matches. They got their reward eventually. Russell Osman's long clearance finds Junior Bent, whose pace sets up Jakanowski for a debut strike. Could you say something? Could you say before we, we finish? And a makeshift yep. goalkeeper. Um, we, we forgot somebody else. We, we, we forgot Russell Osman when we talk about. We, we forgot Russell Osman and, and Rob Newman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so remember Russell when he first. First start to play, wow, what a play. And he, he was in his mid to late 30s at the time, and what a player. Yeah. Honestly, what sorry, that's yeah. aggressive, but absolutely left foot, right foot. He could leave his foot there as well, but what an outstanding footballer, uh, Russell. He played for England and won, won the uh, was it European Cup Ipswich. So Man, movie star as well. Pardon? Movie star as movie well. Star. Movie star, yes. Which yeah. he told us on... Um... Every occasion. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, sorry. No, that's a good point. Yeah. You're right, that as well, Chief, because when I first went there, Rob Newman was my first captain. 
Yeah. And what a proper person he was yes. coming off the field as well. When he came, when he first come down there, he made sure that he was everything was okay, everything was sorted. He made sure that he was sorted off the pitch as much on the pitch. A really top guy, to be fair. And then one I always remember as well that probably allowed me to do my stuff was Andy Lowell. I never had to go back and double double up on his winger. Whoever we were here, he looked after. He just said, "Junior, I'll get the ball to you. You do your stuff going forward." He just like we just like it was just like a wall at the back of the room. Nobody got past him. Never. Never. Yeah, just the point that he got back onto um, Biff, got back onto uh, Rob, was the fact that I realised after about three months why he was so nice. It was his testimonial year. Get <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you to every single event and <laughs> do loads of stuff for him in his testimonial year. But thoroughly deserved. Whoa. What was Mr. Yeah. Bristol? Mr. Bristol. You've, you've thrown a few nicknames into the mix here and obviously Junior just called you Chief. Where did that come from? Is that a, Was that from before Bristol City? Or? Where does it come from? Huh? Patch, it's, it's such a long story. We just haven't got the time to tell you. <laughs> I, I would really, really love to, but you know. Okay. Yeah. Fine. All right. That's that asked. Um, <laughs> and, and Junior, I was asked to ask you about your nickname, Nugget. <laughs> that came yeah I do know it came, I don't know where it came from it was a game that happened and they put in the headlines the golden nugget <laughs> who we played I must have scored the cross and after that it just stuck <laughs> that was Brilliant. it <laughs> it was Alan Crawford wasn't it he put he, he put he put that in the whether it's the programme or, or the press so and he just said that, and the headline was golden nugget golden nugget and that's yeah, it, he's stuck. <laughs> Love it. Right, let's see some more. City succeeded in equalising through substitute Junior Bent. Then deserved by Rob Edwards. And there was a lot ben of bad defending, weren't there? There was a lot of bad defending. Here's Robinson and Baird up. Eight. Mark Gavin's free kick. Nicky Morgan rising high. Hammering home. Hammering home. Header! <laughs> Deadly! Junior, Junior, how many headers did you score, please? This is so funny, this, because I cannot remember. So I don't know how many I scored. I know I, know I scored, I, I forgot about that completely. Never knew I scored that one at all. I only remember, that's it. Probably two, I reckon. That's it. Brilliant. No well, I'm, glad, I'm glad I've captured one for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great position at the far post, though. Second minute. Oh no, two goals. Two goals, I remember that game. Right now, this this one, this one, um, I think now someone if they're listening can write in and tell me I'm wrong, but I think this is the quickest ever league goal at Ashton Gate. 13 seconds versus Peterborough, 1994. Uh here we go, here's the goal. Bristol City's it's going to be a ball up top, then, isn't it? Could have been. Great back pass. Oh, and there's a chance for Junior Bent Rice early on. Blasted as well. Good finish. Number 10. I remember that game because I think I was playing up front. I don't know why it was, but I had a little bit of time up front. I don't know the manager at the time, but I was playing right wing. They said, you know what? Go and play up front. I think Bob Taylor or somebody was out and had about two or three games up front. And I enjoyed it fair, but I thought after that bit of time, score me go back on the wing. That'll do me. Let's <laughs> <laughs> carry them two numbers is too hard. <laughs> but what, that, yeah, what, what year was that? What year uh, was that? 94. 
Um, so would it have been Russell Osman or not? Or Jimmy Lumsden? Jimmy Lumsden, I think it was. Because I'm thinking, what year did Joe Jordan leave? I'm trying to think where he went. Well, he came back, didn't he, from Hearts, Joe? Yeah. I'm thinking now, when he left. I think Joe came back as I was leaving. Is it? Yeah, Joe was leaving in in 95. Because don't forget, Dennis Smith had a stint as well, didn't he? Yeah, Dennis Smith. I remember I, I felt like I moved down to Bristol City, but he brought me down and then he got his move to Hearts. I reckon within about two years. Okay, so I've got it in front of me here. Um, so Jimmy, L- Joe Jordan was 88 to September 1990. Jimmy Lumsden was September 90 to February 92. Dennis Smith, March 92 to January 93. And then Russell Osman, January 93 to November 94. And then Joe Jordan came back in 94 to 97. Jeez. Yeah. A word on him, to be fair, is as a manager, I must admit, I, I've got a lot of time for him because he's managed me twice, but some of the stuff that he did, and like uh, like Wayne said, it was just black and white. That was it. He never said anything to you. If your name was on the team sheet on a Saturday, that means you train well all week, didn't it? That was it. <laughs> and it was. And then, biggest thing I think, when I played with him as well under him, whether you're playing or not, he was the first one that. If he travelled away, sometimes he was in, in and out of the squad sometimes, but it was a big squad. And sometimes, if you weren't in the team, you could be travelling away two, three weeks, eating, drinking, and not playing, isn't it? Yeah. And then when you got your chance, you was unfit. But that was the right thing. And then he was the first one that if you went away and he was on the bench, if you didn't play four to five minutes, we came back on the Saturday night, got back to Bristol about nine o'clock, ten o'clock, and he says, right, I'll see you Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. Yeah. First time I've seen it was in on Sunday morning to train because it was in, he bought that in from, from Italy that made sure that he was fit as can be, but really, really good manager, to be fair. He didn't say much, just said very little, but he knew where he was. If you train well in the week and you're playing on Saturday, you're doing your job. That's yes. It. No, I, I, I totally agree. I can remember. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to say this, but uh, you know, he said giving advice. He gave me some advice once when. Uh, um, we're, 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 play, we're playing a game and I can't remember what, what the game was and um, I thought ooh I could come short here I could spin and, I, and, I'm, and I'm in so um, but I think I was playing with Ian Baird or, or yeah I think it was Ian Baird or something like that who always came short I never came short but he was, so so I think Baird was out on the other side so I've come short thinking ooh I could, I could do a bit here I've lost it and they, and they went back and they almost scored. And he's just in my eye line here. And he is absolutely berating me. <laughs> Honestly, it's it, full unadulterated stuff. So <laughs> then it got to half time. I'm thinking, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I am going to get it. So we went into, went into the dressing room, sat down, and he was, was looking. He was looking. He couldn't find me at first. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, then it's clocked me and he's gone. And, and he, just, he just went in and said, don't you come short with your touch. <laughs> <laughs> don't you ever come short. So I thought, yeah. And advice, boss. And he didn't really understand what I was wanting to do. I was, I was just about to say, well, I was going to come short to do... He wasn't interested. It's, it's, so 
was it, it was it was very good at just getting you to play to your strength on it. Yes. And he yeah. put he put players in the team to, to, to know exactly what they want to do and don't do anything different really because he put you in there to do that's it, that job. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Bristol City went into Europe in the Anglo-Italian Cup. Did did you either of you or both of you play in any, in any of those games? You went to Pisa, didn't we? That's right. Went to Pisa. It was how was that? Can't that... The team that we played. Pisa, I think. Yeah. How was Reg- that? Reggiana? Did we? No, we didn't. Was it Reggiana? Was it? I can't remember it. I don't, I, I don't know. We. we... I've got, I've got a shirt. I'm sure it's. Oh, is it V? Played one. I only remember playing one game abroad in Italy. Remember that? Remember playing, playing, being involved in Ashton Gate. Then the, the finals played at Wembley, wasn't it? Not by us, but I think that's where it, the, it finished up. At, but I do remember playing it away in Italy. Mm. I'm just trying to find it now. Obviously, I'll cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> you hope we couldn't laugh it out. <laughs> no, no, this is anything. Oh, I can't find it. Who did they play? I'm sure. Was it not Pisa? I don't think it was. I think it was another team. We, we, we're stopping close there. But yeah. But we're playing another team. It wasn't them, I don't think. No. It was another team that were close to them. Oh, Reggiana. AC Reggiana. Reggiana, yes. There you go, yeah. Okay, let me ask this question again. Okay, so Bristol City obviously made it into Europe in the Anglo-Italian Cup uh, with the game against Reggiana. What do you remember about the trip to Italy, guys? I thought we played Pisa. You have to cut that one out as well now, don't you? I don't remember the game. I remember the shirt because the shirt is... Um, I, I've got a white with red pinstripes. That's the shirt I can remember. That, that. I I can't remember the game. I remember walking around yeah. the time Pisa, going through the market. Yeah, that's a Stopping the hotel and having, oh, we had was pasta. Remember yeah. all that stuff. But cannot remember the game at all. Can't remember if there's a decent crowd there or not, to be honest. Was that your only professional game abroad? For, for a club? Professional, yeah, that was my own professional one, yeah, bro. And you can't remember it. See, if for a fan, yeah. that would be like the highlight of my of an away day. But obviously, I wasn't old enough to go. But uh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't say it, that. Don't, don't say yeah. that. <laughs> right, let's get to life after Bristol City. Um, so, so you went on. So, you, the most league appearances you made was for Bristol City in your career, um, and you went on to Swindon Town. What do you remember about leaving Bristol City and the sort of reason behind it? Uh, I'll choose my words carefully now, I think. Uh, uh, I was out of contract and um, Joe had come back and um, I'd, I received a call during pre-season and um, I was exercising my right um, not, not, to, not to be around and uh, I got a call from Steve McMahon to say, um, would you be interested in coming? Um, I had to go to a tribunal. Um, I'll, 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 tell, I'll tell you a, tell you a fact, a little story here. I know. I know. So um, it got to the tribunal day, and um, we, we had to go to Blackpool for the tribunal. So um, go go the night before. So I had to I had to travel to Heathrow, and then get on a plane, and then go go to um, to to Black to Manchester. 
So I've got to um, to Heathrow, and honestly, it, it was carnage. It was mobbed. The whole place was really, really busy. Unusually so. Um, the checking gate was was mobbed. There was cameras there. There was everything there. Whatever. I'm thinking. I'm going to go to Blackpool. <laughs> but it's not necessary. So, so I didn't think anything of it. Honestly, oblivious. Got onto the plane, and this is the, this is the truth. Got onto the plane, and you know when you get on a plane, you think, "I know that face," but I don't. I don't know where the hell I know that face from. I have, I have no idea. But I, I didn't think anything of it. Got on the got on the plane. Um, got to Manchester. Got going to the hotel. Um, had, had, had some tweet by the back time I got into the hotel. Put the news of ten on, and it was that um, take that had just split up. So on the plane was Robbie. Uh, Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams on the plane. So that, that was on there. So I was totally oblivious. And, uh, and that, that's, that's the honest truth. That, uh, that was a day that take that. Uh, Useful fact. Not, you obviously can't use it, but I'm just saying that. I'll, just, I'll give you that for free. So, so you're, not, you're not a take that fan, I take it? Uh, not particularly. No. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Um, but, so, yeah, so uh, yeah, and then, then when that so, but the interesting thing for me was um, there was Steve McMahon saying, "Well, I think there could be a stumbling block." So I'm now at the tribunal. He said, "I think there could be a stumbling block with with the fee." I've gone, "Oh no, you are joking." Then and so he, he said, "Well, leave it there." I got a call from uh, from Joe saying that there's still a place for you. At Bristol, we're uh, going to an army camp to do some extra, <laughs> extra. <laughs> and I'm thinking, no, I cannot do that. This deal has to go through. Otherwise, that that army camp would just see me off. It really would. And uh, so, uh, fortunately enough, the deal went through just the eleventh hour. But, uh, what year was that then? What, what, what year did you leave now? 95. 95. 95. Yeah. So from Swindon, you went back to your hometown of Huddersfield. Um, yeah. Then to Tr- Tranmere, Sheffield United, Chesterfield, um, and seemingly retired at Chester, taking charge as well. Yeah, I, I, was, uh, I went there as a coach. I registered, but I was never going to play. It was registered because we, we were sure. Um, but I never played. I was sub once, but never got on. I signed up, but um, yeah, I was, I was the assistant manager. Uh, yeah, then he sat the manager, and I was uh, I was in caretaker charge for three days. So that's uh, that, was <laughs> that, that was to some extent of it. That it's all true worth. <laughs> yeah, sad day for Bristol City when you left Wayne. Um, Junior Bent goes on loan to to Shrewsbury. Um, has six games, but then leaves Bristol City for Blackpool in 1997. So seven years at Bristol City Junior, and like Wayne, a, a fan favourite. What do you remember about your departure from Bristol City? Very similar. The contract came to an end. Um, I was a free agent. Well, I wasn't a free agent that time. You had to go to a time union after it. And I think it was, was it John Ward? I think it was John Ward, the manager. So, and this is where I had all Terry Connor locked because Terry Connor is an assistant. So, John Ward says, actually, you're going to go to Tribunal, basically, um, and you have to go and train. So, at that time, weren't quite sure what was happening, basically. Nothing happening in the summer. I think I was supposed to go to Notts County, 
Uh, spoke to Sam Allardyce at the time, but they had a transfer embargo put on them, so that fell through. So I remember coming back in pre-season, not knowing what I'm going to do with it. But I remember Terry Connor, he was the assistant manager then, said, Junior, just get your head down and work. I said, that's all you have to do. Don't worry about it. Things will work out. So got my head down and work. Wasn't in the side at the time. And we had a couple of injuries. Then I got from, from nowhere, scored a couple of goals in the reserve game. That got, got, called, got called up in the game against Bristol Rovers at the other start of the season. Can't remember what game that is. It's like a friendly game. A Gloucester Cup. Um, yeah, it was, that's it. Gloucester Cup it was. Um, came on and I think I scored and we won 2-1. So I thought, all right, yeah, might have turned around. So you know what I mean? Maybe I'll get back in. And then, lo and behold, um, that night got a call from Nigel Worthington. Being at the game, uh, can you get yourself up to Blackpool? Want to sign you? So spoke to John Ward. Told me, well, you can't stop me because of the tribunal. Basically, got to make, make work there. So made me work there. A little bit like we got a call from John. The contract on the table at Bristol. <laughs> it was like that. <laughs> but at that time, because I'd been there seven years, I had worked around. I thought, you know, time for change. Got us back up to North, a bit near Huddersfield, where my parents were, with the children as well. So it just worked out myself to go up there. So I was up there for four years. So that's how it worked for myself. But yeah, all up to Terry Connor, because when I went back in pre season, quite easily could have got your head down, be demotivated, say, no, Junior, work with us get yourself back in the team and then you never know what can happen and that's how it worked out really. That's how I got myself up to Blackpool. Well, at least you didn't leave because you didn't want to go to an army camp, so fair play. <laughs> no. Hang <laughs> on, Junior's a good runner. He, he was fit and a great runner. That, that, that wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of an army camp when I got to Blackpool though. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> fair play. That's, I think, I think when I, no disrespect to Blackpool, I think when I came to Blackpool at the time, that's when you realised how big a club Bristol was. Yeah. It was a big club. It's when you leave Bristol that you realise what a big club, big city is actually. And it is a bit of a sleeping giant because it's a huge club. Huge club. Yeah. Do you still follow the results now, Junior, Wayne? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Up. Three results I look for. Huddersfield, uh, Bristol, Huddersfield, Bristol City and Blackpool. So Bristol City, I always look for results really. Almost all the time that it comes up. Fantastic. Let's just talk about what you're up to now. So, so Wayne, I introduced you as Dr. Wayne Allison. Yeah, uh, not, not many people will know about that. So, A, the doctor uh, title, and what are you up to now? The, the, the doctor thing, it, 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 it seemed like a good idea at the time when I first started on that journey. It's a long, long, long time. Dude. Yeah, um, I covered that, did an undergrad, and... Enrolled as a on a master's, and it just I got convinced to to convert that to a PhD, which I did that part time while I was still playing and um, getting my coaching qualifications. Which was it was a tough period for about seven eight years of trying to combine all that. But glad glad did it. Um, it's, it's nice to have. I, I won't be doing anything like that again. I tell you. But um, yeah, did that did the coaching and um, went. I, I was a coach at several clubs uh, but it, but what was happening was um, I was say maybe assistant or first team coach the man who used to get sacked so when he left you know they used to clear out the, the bathroom staff as well so I just found myself in and out of work and I'm thinking well can't keep doing this so a bit of stability finally got a job at um, the FA spent six years there and now uh, technical director at uh, the League Managers Association Awesome Awesome and Junior yourself and then, uh, like so I finished at Blackpool, went to Ketchum, did a bit of non-league, didn't work out for yourself at all. I thought, I can't do non-league. 
Then I thought, right, did a clean break for myself. Went into finance and banking, which Wayne knows that I probably always like numbers. So yeah, so <laughs> yeah. He knew every single number right after this. He could work out anything. <laughs> so I, I went into uh, banking and finance, and then um, then I got myself with two lads, went to Preston North End um, down there. And then all of a sudden, the, the coach said, why didn't you come and coach there? So I started coaching there about 14 years ago, to be fair. Worked through the system, do me A license, stuff like that. That's when I saw it. We in the last time I saw him, I did me a license. So I'm at Preston North End part time, taking under 16 until working in the banking industry, really. So quite a nice, nice dovetail having two jobs, really. So enjoy it, yeah, definitely. See a lot of people on the circuit as well, to be fair. A lot of people still coaching. Yeah, great blend, great blend. I've I've missed one vital thing for Junior. Um, a number of people that have come on Robins Reunited have told me about your relationship with Buster Footman. Now, um, I, I understand it was uh, almost like a love-hate relationship where you would wind each other up something chronic. Um, I've heard stories about running around the stadium. I've heard stories about <laughs> boxing gloves. So just to pick out your favourite Buster Footman memory, Junior. Oh, he, he was just a character, wasn't he? Honestly, like... We- I think he just wore them t-shirts because he couldn't give up to putting a sweatshirt on. <laughs> you know, he's so obsessed about something. <laughs> Buster, just put a sweatshirt on. It's cold. We all know it's cold. <laughs> just put a sweatshirt on. But it was absolutely frightening because the amount of times he used to take us down to Cleveland and thinking, yeah, getting up. He used to take us down in the minibus in the cars. I mean, he had, you know, he had like an ankle that he turned. And his way of actually resolving it was, not sitting in a nice physio bed with a nice cup of tea, getting a massage <laughs> in the warm. The normal way that people have it is, ah, get down to Cleveland, <laughs> get in the sea, <laughs> run through the sea in the cold water, absolutely freezing, and then your, your ankle will be all right for Saturday. That was his remedy. We didn't like it, <laughs> but it worked. But you know what? What an absolute character, a legend. He was a legend, absolute legend he was. Old way he did it, but he was a really nice guy. Legend he was. Absolutely. Fantastic. Wayne, you must have some stories. Oh, it's fantastic. And when you said that, um, Junior, Junior did, he, he always wound you, wasn't it? And there was one thing that he could always say, always get a bite from Buster, was saying that it was in the Marines. Oh. <laughs> you said, oh, what was it like in the Marines? It would always come back, the Royal Marines. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> so, and, but it, it was... Um, a brilliant person. He really was a, a lovely, lovely person. Would do anything for anybody. And, uh, and it, it, had, it had a club at heart as well. So it just, yeah, it, 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 some, I, think, I think sometimes his um, training methods, rehabilitation methods, was just to get you out of the training room. Because, like I said, if you didn't want to go down, you was fit pretty quickly. Or it boxing with the speedball and oh you think well i'll just train <laughs> yeah yeah we, we do we spoke a lot on this podcast and the previous podcast um about playing staff um non-playing staff obviously you know buster footman is there anyone else at bristol city that you can think of you know one for me as a as a, a junior red at the time was beryl fudge now you know do you remember beryl um Junior, you're nodding there. What, what's your memories of Beryl? In the club shops you used to work, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so there's, there's right. two people that come to mind. Beryl was one in the club shop because she, she was just the club shop. She did everything for anybody. 
And the other one was Ken. Ken, yes. Yeah, Ken. Ken, that used, Ken used to do the uh, away trips. And he used to look after us on all the away trips. He did everything. And what a great guy he was. So on the away trips, he'd come on the away trips and make sure that stuff was done before, done after, make sure everything's looked after. But just little things like that, yeah, you forget about people. Don't forget, but remember the thing, when you go to the clubs, when I went to the club, you didn't get that at all. You looked after yourself. It was just little things, but it was Beryl and Ken, the two people that stand out for yourself, that did little things that you didn't take for granted. But when you left, you thought, oh, gosh, you don't do that, yeah? Don't do that at that point. You don't have that person on the coach doing all that. But, yeah, I remember Ken. I remember Ken when we went to, uh, coming back from Liverpool. I don't think he wanted that journey to stop Ken. He was on power <laughs> nine all the way back. He did it. He no, Ken was a fan and it was voluntary. And I'm thinking, yeah. you've got a day job. You're doing all, you're doing all these. He used to help with uh, Dave Keynes as well, didn't Dave he? Dave Keynes, yeah. Yeah, help, help with Dave Keynes. And, you know, it's they, they, they were a double act as well. But it, yeah. it, it was people who had our interest at heart who would do anything for the club. And um, that I think that's how the club survived. And you even had, Connie worked in, in the shop as well, didn't she? Uh, Buster yeah. And and yeah. Phil Tottle, do you remember Phil? Phil Tottle, yeah, yeah. And Phil had a really, really difficult job because he was close to all of us. He did the commentary, but he still had to had to be objective with the commentary. So if we had a bad game, he, he would dress yeah. dress it up. But say you've had a bad game, but it just but. Um, he, he, I thought, so how he got that blend right was, was yeah. really, really good. So that's a great show. Yeah. But I think then, then people sort of like just envisioned what the club was in it at the heart yes. of it. That was the heart of the club, isn't it? That's yeah. why it was actually built on really. Then, then people that just did the time, their own time, did the job. They quietly went about it, but you do remember because they did a lot for us. Yeah, because and, and you knew them. So I'm not quite sure, but with some with some of the clubs that we, we went on to that those people would have had that closer contact with no. the players. I don't think they have the contact with the players anymore. And But they were just, they were just part of, part of the team. They were, they were just yeah. it, it was great. Fantastic. You don't have a surname for Ken, do you? Ken, I'm be surname. If anyone's listening who who, uh, who knows his surname... Then, uh, then get in touch. So, if you want to get in touch with with the podcast on Twitter at three p i a p c or email three p i a p c at gmail dot com, um, and I'll pass that surname on to you guys as well. Um, yeah, definitely, because he was one of ones that was always there. Anyway, wasn't it? Always there. Come the away trip. No, I tell you, wouldn't wouldn't. Um... I'm sure there's people listening that, that will definitely know. Um, but yeah, I just want to say guys, thank you so much for, for coming on and sharing some memories from, from Bristol city in the nineties. I mean, I was, I was born in 81, so this was my formative decade. (laughs) You are killing us by the way. (laughs) Yeah, I know I don't look it probably looked like I was born in 71 as uh, everyone keeps saying, but. But sorry, but sorry, some, some of it, it is a long while ago. It's hard to, to remember. It, it comes back after a while. Yeah, and I thought I, I think going back and watching some of those videos is that certainly helps helps recall some of that and actually seeing the goals and some of your commentary on there. I, I've, it's been a, a fantastic 
hour hour and 20 minutes so i hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as i have yes yeah definitely definitely fantastic no, thanks so much no it's great great to see so many players that we forgot junior send Mary gas to the family i will do same to you as well where are you living now anyway Sheffield. Oh, he's still there. Right, that's where he was last time. I will do definitely. Sheffield, and and where are you, Junior? You're Preston, are you? I'm in I'm in Preston. So I fin- I, I was I finished up when I, when I was at Blackpool moved to Preston. So I was four to five minutes from Mothersfield. Yeah, yeah. But well, we'll, guys, we'll have to get down to a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we'll definitely get that sorted. Neil Palmer will be in touch, and you guys come down to a to a game um, and do hospitality and all of that. Uh, get looked after as part of the former players association so it's a really good uh really good event um next up on robin's reunited mark shell and sean taylor any stories about those guys <laughs> yeah just invite us on them if they tell you, <laughs> you know, plenty of stories <laughs> okay you, you haven't got long enough for Shaley. You haven't, you haven't no. got long enough. You, you're gonna have to just cut that one down you're gonna manage to <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, send me a send me a video and I'll play it to them. I think we'll do that <laughs> if you've got any messages. But uh, for now, thank you so much. Hope everyone's enjoyed it. We'll be back again soon. Um, thanks, Wayne. Thanks, Junior. Have a great evening. Thank you. Right. Take care. The feeling of home. Warm smiles. Crash and burn. Thunder